Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Find Your Model Health, the official podcast of Shemaine's Model Health for those looking to optimize their long-term health and weight goals and understand their body. I'm very happy to have you with me this week. Actually, I am speaking directly to my HEDA Guide members this week, but I have no doubt some other followers may listen too. So this is a HEDA Guide add-on, and I hope you ladies, you know who you are, are doing super good as we start to transition into the summer holidays. If you're here with me in Alberta, it's been a wet start, but at least there's no homeschooling, right? Uh, Before I go on, I must remind you that the information in these podcasts are for informational purposes only and should not be taken as medical advice. So about two weeks ago, I mentioned to you all that I was going to create some sort of post or blog or something to help kind of support you through the summer. We've all had a tough time since pretty much mid-March with the pandemic and social distancing and schools being closed and many of you are moms and I know many of you are not but regardless we've all had a lot on our plate working from home not seeing our family members this that and the other it's been very stressful to say the least and over the last few months I've noticed many of you kind of just in survival mode now not all of you I know some of you had really put your head down and were like this pandemic is not going to get the best of me so you stuck to your guns and you continue to see progress in your weight and your health as the weeks went by but nonetheless many of us were still in survival mode and now that the summer is here and the province and the country and the world is starting to open up again I can see how many people really want to enjoy the summer even more which is a double-edged sword because for the last few months since mid-March when everything started to shut down many people were so stressed that they didn't focus on their health or their weight goals and they maybe consumed foods that they shouldn't have and they experienced some negative biomarkers or gained some weight or just weren't feeling good in themselves like there was a loss of control because we couldn't control what was going on in the outside world so everything just became a big mess so then when the summer comes around some people may have already put on weight or fell totally off track and now everything's opening up and they want to enjoy the summer even more but we know that that may add to the problem that may leave you in a place where in September you not only have your pandemic gain but maybe you also have summer gain as well and none of us want to see that I don't want you feeling bad in yourself and I don't want you struggling but I also don't want you to not enjoy the summer as well because I understand it has been a hard few months So hopefully this podcast will help you kind of survive the summer a bit more. Those of you that did stick to your guns and are still making progress, high five to you. And I know you, those of you that did, and I know that you are adamant about continuing to stick to your guns 
across the summer but I know you want to enjoy the summer as well so may kind of loosen up the reins a little bit so with all that in mind and for myself just as a side note personally I of course am a mom of two and I struggled over the last few months with the stress I had weeks where I was great and totally focused with my goals and I did see a loss I didn't have a pandemic gain if anything I had a loss but there were days that I really did struggle with nutrition and making good choices because some days you literally just think fuck it I can't even deal with this anymore I am so sick of this shit and I had a lot of those days and I know you did too Um, but for me my goals I have set a goal for September my main focus this summer is to really focus on de-stressing my body supporting my adrenals I did experience a lot of adrenal exhaustion since March because I just had so much on my plate Um, and then I want to improve my body strength. So improving strength means increasing lean, strong muscle mass. So while I do that, my goal is to maintain my weight on the scales. But if I'm building lean, strong muscle and improving strength, that means I'm going to be cutting body fat. But I don't expect it'll be too much over the summer. If I'm gaining a couple of pounds of muscle over the summer, maybe two or three, which is the average, then maybe I'm losing losing two or three maybe four pounds over the summer it really depends on how disciplined I want to be or what pops up over the summer but regardless each day I'm making smart choices and I'm weighing up the pros and the cons Um, like this weekend this coming weekend we're going to BC that means I want to be extra disciplined this week like Monday through Thursday because I want to feel like I can enjoy the weekend and to some people that sounds bizarre they're like well why couldn't you enjoy the weekend if you're not disciplined Monday through Thursday well for me personally and my journey over the last 13 years which is how long I've been in the health industry and my own health journey like my own fat loss journey just over 14 years I know that when I do kind of over consume maybe not so good foods or I inflame and it looks like I've put on a few pounds because I inflame quite a lot from like carbs and junk food um, or I might start feeling like the negative side effects of that food hangover where I start feeling a bit depressed and irritable and cranky and I don't feel good so I want to minimize that I want to earn the weekend so that even if I do indulge or overindulge because it's a weekend then I know like well I did my best the damage is not going to be that bad and I know I can redeem myself so I'm having this balance and I do enjoy being on track during the week I feel really good I feel really strong like I enjoy having steak salad and my clean coffees and my dark chocolate and like really clean foods I do enjoy that so I'm not like punishing myself or disciplining 
spinning like I really enjoy exercise it makes me feel really good I get those lovely dopamine hormones and the nice adrenaline when I lift really heavy I can go two or three days without working out because I know I need to relax and let my adrenals rest but then I can see the hormones decline and I start getting angry or irritable again and I know I need to work out so I do enjoy it Um, it very much is a relaxing tool for me it's me time it's self-care so what I'm saying is just because I'm making these choices or I'm disciplining myself on certain days I'm not miserable I do that because I choose to do it and I enjoy it and I don't hate it and um that that's eventually where I'd like to see everyone is to trust themselves enough to have enough confidence in themselves that they know they can discipline themselves without a doubt when they need to and they know they can control themselves to get them to their goals but they know they can kind of relax and enjoy life and then get back on track and it's that control but it's also discipline and trusting yourself that you can discipline yourself and there's a big trust component many of us don't trust ourselves but if you ask someone do you trust yourself they'd be like yeah but if you said do you trust yourself like really sit down and have a think about this in context do you trust yourself around food or if you have one bite of this could you stop yourself or will you have to eat the whole cake or if you buy these cookies can you have them in the house like and trust yourself to not go near them like there's all that or can you trust yourself that if you sit down for quote a half an hour after dinner to digest your food that you will get up and then go for that walk so when people then have a think about they're like actually no I wouldn't do that like for me probably not a good idea to have Purdy's chocolate in the house as much as I have great discipline that's just one of my gateway drugs that if that's in the house it's no holes barn so going on I don't want to digress too much I wanted to kind of run through some things to help you guys survive the summer so first what I was saying about that balance and maybe we've put on some pandemic weight maybe we haven't we do need to set a goal from now so tomorrow being July 1st to September when kids go back to school what is going to be your goal are you going to be like me focus on maybe a two or three pound loss and increase muscle and strength or are you just going to say well I'd like to lose or I'm going to lose maybe three to five pounds between now and September or I'm happy with maintaining as long as I don't gain and so on so you really need to sit down and for some people it might just be you know I'm going to maintain but I really want to work on my sleep and my adrenals and my gut health or I want to improve my PMS or it's going to be very individual but you want to sit down and kind of plan out the next eight weeks like what are going to be your goals so for many people I think it is going to be kind of a maintenance season where you're just going to maintain and stay around the current weight that you're at so that current weight is on the scales we know that the scales is not definitive and that maybe the current weight that you're seeing today may also include fluid retention or inflammation or period or whatnot so it, that's just the scales it's not not 100% reflective of um, body fat loss progress and so on but so first we're going to come up with that goal 
Next, we're going to remember to hydrate a lot over the summer. I've been talking about this a lot lately. I've put in questionnaires in the biohacking group. I've done lots of infographs. I've done recipes. I've got more stuff coming. So this is a huge thing. I've noticed that there's a lot of dehydration going on, even with me, especially as the weather changes. And I mentioned if you sleep with the fan on, if you're on antibiotics, if you're sweating during the night because it's warm, a lot of people don't register that stuff like that is going to dehydrate them so we need to be increasing our water and if it's a pain for you to get in a lot of water you can look to teas you can look to homemade ice pops you can look to soups bone broths other water dense foods so I've put out lots of stuff but when we're not hydrated enough that is going to slow down fat loss in a way of energy production it will slow down cellular energy it'll increase bloating it'll increase constipation it'll increase inflammation it'll increase toxic overload there's a lot that happens so making sure that we're hydrated most people right now just throwing this out there most people would want to be averaging four liters which sounds like a lot some people can get by on less some people need a lot more I'm saying on average four liters and that includes making sure you're getting your water dense foods now when it comes to eating over the summer I've no doubt there's going to be more barbecues more treats more ice creams more ice pops or popsicles as they call them here um, if you are sitting down to a meal or eating out or something you know you can make smarter choices you know if you're eating out what are the good choices okay a salad may be boring but some places do great salads or you could just go with the steak and the green veg or steak bites or chicken wings or something like that you know what to do when you're at home or you're in a family's house you can use smaller plates it sounds bizarre and it you sound like oh that would be embarrassing it wouldn't really the only one that would really notice is going to be you and they're your goals they're nobody else's goals you can also use the hand portion measurement system that I've taught you and this is going to be in the form if you um, look it up you can use the search bar or even just search the pictures so that tells you how can you use your hands to measure out your portion of protein then your portion of carbs then your portion of fat and so on so you always have this measurement tool with you all the time you just use your hands so become accustomed to that get very familiar with how to use that and the measurements that way you know you're controlling your portions at least if you control your portions during the day and then maybe you give in to temptation one or two or three evenings then you will be in a better position to kind of control gains or you're still stacking conditions in your favor if you know that you are going to possibly have more kind of refeed meals or treat meals throughout the week for the the weeks for the next eight weeks then maybe consider not doing a whole refeed day until September where you kind of get totally back on track again this depends on your goals definitely use fasting as a tool as much as you can especially for mitigating inflammation and 
gut distress and if you do get diarrhea or any sort of IBS reaction you definitely want to fast as long as you can regardless of what event is coming up the next day otherwise you are going to fuck yourself up so you need to really be aware but enjoy the summer but make smart choices so keep an eye on those biomarkers if you're having alcohol it's going to be best for you to choose clean alcohol as much as possible so obviously you know I'm a number one fan of biodynamic organic red wine Um, that's going to be your cleanest but also with those polyphenolic um, benefits and the resveratrol for your sirtuin genes and so on and so on try not go to town like if you're having an evening out two to three drinks should be good enough um because w- remember that once you consume alcohol it shuts off all other fat burning systems no other fat burning happens when you have alcohol because uh, there's a a tier or a hierarchy hierarchy of what fuels will burn at what time alcohol is at the top of that if alcohol comes into the body technically it's a poison so your body will stop burning carbs and fat and carbs and fat um, to burn the alcohol so remember that but clean alcohols um, you can get some lovely organic proseccos and I love them prosecco is really clean remember that your white wines and your rosés are going to be a lot higher in sugar Um, so red wine and prosecco is something I'll go to and um, if you're here in Airdrie Sierra Springs liquor has a great range of organic and biodynamic wines then your next would be like your spirits really clean spirits are going to be tequila um gin which i'm not a fan of but a lot of people are vodka then whiskey whiskey also has got some polyphenols in it and some mod biotics it does have some benefits if it's been aged in a barrel that's what that brown color is so it does have some benefits and that would count as a clean spirit as well um, then if you wanted to mix them with something obviously i'm going to say well sparkling water and like the juice like real juice off a fruit is going to be best so whether that's lime juice lemon juice orange juice cranberry if you're going to puree your own so that's going to be best but you can also use Xavia um Xavia is very sweet in my opinion I don't drink it but my kids love it but a dash of that in your spirit with some ice cubes is going to be really lovely and then you can add sprigs of mint or even sprigs of lavender are really good right now um whatever you have in your garden it's going to taste pretty good once you add it if there the options are endless I have a Pinterest board on clean drinks and some clean cocktails I think if you wanted to try some out just don't go with beer this summer beer is like your worst enemy it's very estrogenic it's got gluten in it as well it's very inflammatory it's very upsetting for the body so just don't do beer and Melanie I know if you're listening you're going to be cringing but it's for your own good if you are having alcohol it's wise to take activated charcoal I was saying to Christy yesterday I think if you know you're having a lot of alcohol so two to three 
to four to eight drinks you would take two activated charcoal before your first drink with a pint of water and then another two again with a pint of water once you go to bed then the next morning if you're feeling hungover and even if you're not it's wide to wise to load up on vitamin c and n-acetylcysteine that's going to boost glutathione production and generally when we feel that hungover kind of sensation it usually is a depletion of glutathione and magnesium so you can load up on magnesium as well try your best to keep some sort of consistency throughout your days stay on top of your morning and evening routines they're going to help you feel like you have some control not only that i don't just pull those routines out of the sky go back and watch the videos that explains why we do them they have an abundance of benefits especially for supporting detoxification pathways so think about it if you've got more alcohol over the summer or extra junk food or more stress or more exposure to toxins you want to keep supporting those detoxification pathways so your morning routines and your evening are going to be very very beneficial but you know like we don't want to lose all control over the summer I do want you to enjoy it I do want you to have a balance but keeping a hold on routines is going to make you feel like you are still somewhat in control if you like to go to the gym a couple of days a week or you like to walk every day or whatever keep on top of them that's going to keep you in some sort of routine so you won't feel as bad in yourself if you have a couple of days where your nutrition is not great you'll you will say to yourself well you know what at least I've stuck to my routines and I had a really great workout today or my workouts have been good and I've been feeling stronger so you're going to be reinforcing that kind of positivity that reward system that is going to eventually build up by the end of the summer and say hey you've actually done quite well now you can do even better so we want to be constantly rewarding ourselves for even the littlest efforts so recognize recognize those little efforts and the little wins they will build up and improve that kind of trust and self-confidence that you have in yourself stay on top of your supplements as well that is important especially if you know you're going to have more alcohol and junk food they're going to be nutrient depleted so at least if we know you're getting your good supplements we have some of your nutrient requirements covered okay so make sure you stay on them um super important especially your apple cider vinegar i know you guys don't all like it but if you're having a lot of junk food or foods or alcohols or anything that can be stressing your gut at least give your gut a bit of love with the apple cider vinegar so that it can kind of process things better and have a fighting chance um sleep make sure you're getting enough sleep if you have a quiet slower day and you can squeeze in a 25 minute nap don't go more than 25 minutes then do take that take advantage of it i've no doubt the summer is going to be crazy for many people camping summer camps god knows what is going to happen so do try to get as much sleep as you can 
Many people can get by on different amounts of sleep, but I have seen from my experience working with everyone over the years that optimal sleep is eight to nine hours. So I know there's a lot of clinicians that recommend seven to eight hours. From what I have seen, with all the adrenal stress and trauma and everything that's going around, eight to nine hours especially closer to the nine hours seems to be the sweet point for making people feel good and energized and supporting good cognitive performance which helps you make good choices throughout the day okay try to move more than you sit be conscious of how much you're sitting move kneel crawl dance jump walk play just move more than you sit that's going to keep your calorie expenditure high this is excuse me this is going to help with maintenance at least so if you're having extra treats or whatever maybe we're mitigating them with expending extra energy by moving a lot more so move more than you sit you want to walk and do some sort of exercise daily you all know this so just don't don't give yourself excuses there's many options you can garden you can jump on trampolines you can hike you can do trails I believe swimming pools will be opening up I don't know who's going to want to use them but they are gyms are opening there's so much you can do have dance parties with your kids wash your floor with your toothbrush like there's a lot you can do just move more than you sit Okay, I'm going to start wrapping this up. If you're having carbs at a meal, go back to watching your portions. Really, the most important meal for not having carbs is going to be your first meal. So if you can hold on to that for the summer, and then if you're having carbs at the other two meals of the day, use your hand portions if you're not tracking or using chronometer or weighing or anything like that. But remember that having carbs it can inhibit your self-control and further increase cravings if you think having a half a cup of one carb you're fine but then you find it causes you to crave even more carbs you're like it's a gateway drug be aware of that does having carbs first thing in the morning start off this big cascade of cravings for you throughout the day i know it does for me so that's why i will not start the day with any sort of carbs because i'm well aware of the potential damage that can be done throughout the day um so that that concept of inhibiting control is not just in the immediate but over the next few days too because you know many people will have one more bad day then maybe cravings are there the second day then you have a second day and now you're spiraling out of control and it's a week or two later where it's just been all hell breaks loose so let's be conscious of stuff like that sometimes if I have carb cravings and maybe I give in and have like an oreo cookie or two to kick myself in the butt or nip that in the bud i'll do a big shot of apple cider vinegar and that will stop those cravings in their tracks excess carbs will also dehydrate you constipate you inflame you bloat you cause headaches cause irritability excess carbs will cause aches and pains they will cause night sweats furthering dehydration and of course can contribute to weight gain so i'm just throwing that in there just to keep you on your toes just to remind you that if you start feeling shitty over the summer and we look at your nutrition the answer is you 
usually right there in black and white. So, okay. Self-care is going to be very important for you because you've already been through a lot of stress the last few months. Now you have another two months of kids not being in school and summer holidays and trying to enjoy the summer, but I'm sure on some level you will be slightly worried about your health or your weight or feeling guilty. So make sure you're fitting in that self-care to say, you know what, I'm making progress every day. I'm recognizing my efforts. I'm going to do this because it makes me feel good. Um, and really take care of myself and slow down and that self-care is going to be important and that's going to increase your confidence if you know that you can say hey everybody no I'm taking the evening to myself to have a bath do my nails do a face mask watch a movie or read a book or whatever putting your foot down or setting these boundaries or these no times where you're saying no this is just for me that can prove to yourself that you can prioritize yourself that can increase your confidence because you know not only are you disciplining yourself and putting yourself first but you're also saying no to other people that might need you and otherwise you might just forget about yourself and be at everyone's beck and call but if you can start prioritizing self-care you can really prove to yourself well hey I can actually do this Remember to trust yourself, but trust must be earned. So you have the whole summer to show yourself what you are capable of. Can you enjoy the summer? Have a balanced summer, maintain your weight or continue to progress towards your goals, but earn trust within yourself because that trust is going to be very important come September for you. When September comes, most people are going to be all back on the wagon or back on board kids will be back at school routines will be back people will be pushing for that 10 or 15 pounds loss before Christmas and so on so you have the next eight weeks to show yourself what you can do and build that confidence and trust in yourself for September so that you can really kind of show yourself what you are capable of with the run-up to Christmas So I hope that makes sense. I hope that's somewhat helpful for you. Back to that first step, I recommend you set a plan first. If you want to comment below, because I'm going to post this in the form, let me know what you've decided, what you think of this podcast, was it helpful? I'm sure there's going to be people that aren't in the HEDA guide that listen to this. So, of course, I hope you enjoy it too. And do feel free to share it with anyone that may benefit. But these are my best tips to help you survive the summer. Otherwise, enjoy yourself. Make sure you're getting lots of fresh air lots of sunshine it's going to be super important for the immune system and inflammation and sleep and all that good stuff really a lot of this stuff is stuff you know it's pretty basic the only thing that i see people struggle with is consistency so work on that be aware of that and again build that trust in yourself so that you can be confident in your own abilities and you're confident that you can make the right choices for yourself and your goals otherwise enjoy the summer have a great summer i'll still be here i'll still be chatting to you i'll still be putting out content but have a great time we've all earned it Okay, bye-bye.